You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more. Then with FanDuel, basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or 10 bucks in 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to our Monday morning podcast. My buddy, former NFL scout John Middlecoff, has the Three and Out podcast. Golf obsessed Tiger fan will be joining us in about five to seven minutes. You know, the gut punch of the weekend was the death, the sudden death of Dwayne Haskins, the Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. Obviously, for the Steelers, Washington, and Ohio State football, um, you know, all death is sad. Uh, Young, sudden, I think like most of you, uh, just kind of in a funk all day thinking about that. You know, Dwayne Haskins is interesting for years and years. You know, I grew up in the West Coast, so I watched all these Rose Bowls. Ohio State, Michigan were generally, occasionally Wisconsin with Barry Alvarez were the teams that ended up playing Pac-10 or Pac-8 or Pac-12 representatives. For years and years, Ohio State would get there with a Woody Hayes or a Jim Trestle, and it was a very conservative offense. 
And, you know, they would either have a game manager like a Craig Krenzel or occasionally, um, you know, a smaller athletic Troy Smith, not your classic sit in the pocket guy. Uh, but when Dwayne Haskins had that 50 touchdown season for the Buckeyes, he was the first Ohio State quarterback that looked like a number one quarterback pick. Big, strong, good arm, accurate, sit in the pocket, overrunning. Um, regardless of what happened in the NFL, I think the reason that Ohio State could go get a C.J. Stroud or go get in recruiting Justin Fields is because Ohio State, and people use this against the Buckeyes forever, is you go to Ohio State as a quarterback, you're not going to play in the National Football League. That's something Alabama for years faced, is that you can play in the NFL at Alabama, but quarterbacks, that's not the spot. But I think Dwayne Haskins has really changed the most important position in football at Ohio State. Uh, going forward, it's the only thing I've ever thought that program lacks. And the Big Ten as a whole, by the way, has done a lot of great things over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, never been a great quarterback conference. So I think Dwayne Haskins really opened that up and will forever sort of change Buckeye football. Uh, very gracious, very gregarious kid. I think I speak for everybody. When young people pass away early, regardless of how, uh, it's just, it makes you kind of appreciate every minute of your day. And uh, the entire weekend, I talked to a lot of friends in the media, out of the media. It's It was just everybody was sort of in a funk over that story. A lot of different things to talk about with John Middlecoff. Listen, the Masters was really fun. Um, I, I still contend the U.S. Open is my favorite tournament. The British Open, because it, the aesthetic is so unique, probably my second uh, the the Masters is mostly about history and nostalgia. I did think the Masters put out a drone video this weekend where for the first time, people like you and me could go inside the clubhouse. Um, and I thought that was, listen, people want drones to deliver their Amazon packages. If you can just take me places that I've never been, I'd prefer that instead of those things buzzing around my neighborhood, dropping off sweatshirts. Uh, I thought the Masters on their website and on their Twitter account, showing the drone inside um, their facilities was one of the coolest uses of a drone I've ever seen. Uh, in terms of Scott Scheffler, boy, did he look nervous. <laughs> he reportedly cried the night before or the morning of, and his wife kind of centered him. Uh, not a lot of four putts on the 18th of the Masters for a winner, but, you know, the Masters has always been this tournament. We've had the ultimate choke with Greg Norman. We have the obvious nerves with Scott Scheffler. Um, you know, we had Tiger Woods winning it a few years ago and the ultimate comeback. Uh, I, I still think it's probably my third favorite tournament. It's really for diehards, the, uh, the optics of it, the history of it. But um, there are so many good golfers. Think about this. When Tiger was in his prime 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, one golfer on the tour averaged over 300 yards off the tee, John Daly. Now, 90 PGA professionals hit it off the tee over 300 yards. The field's never been more athletic, stronger, um, deeper. So congrats to Scheffler. 
One thought about the NBA playoffs. The play-in games start Tuesday. The playoffs officially start Saturday. Um, obviously, the, the last year, <laughs> the last year and a half has been really brutal for Ben Simmons. Uh, didn't work in Philadelphia. Part of the Brooklyn trade disappears. There are stories now, multiple sources saying he could play in the first round of the NBA playoffs. And I said this about two weeks ago. If Ben Simmons plays and never scores, simply defends and distributes to KD, Kyrie Irving, and the crew, I think Brooklyn can get to the Eastern Conference Finals against Milwaukee and give them fits. They'll beat Miami. I think they'd beat a Boston, easily beat a Chicago if they played them, Philadelphia as well. Ben Simmons' length, defense, and distribution – Forget scoring. If he's tentative in regards to shooting, his size, his length, his distribution, the guy's got multiple gifts. Above the shoulders, who knows what I get? Does he have any confidence? But, I mean, you don't even have to play him big minutes. If if they got into a series with a, with a Miami or a Boston and I could get eight minutes a half out of him, seriously, put him on a Jason Tatum. Put him on a Jimmy Butler. The kid is 6'10 and incredibly long and is a willing defender. And knowing he's not there offensively, you know his distribution and his defense. You would be getting max effort from Ben Simmons. So that is a really, really intriguing playoff story. Now, now you say to yourself, well, what about the chemistry? Again, you don't even need to ask him to start. If he can be a lockdown defender, in spots against the Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum. Eight minutes a half. I think that's the difference in those series. Very rarely do you go into a playoff series and you have the two best closers and lose that series. Their only problem in Brooklyn is length and depth and defense because Kyrie is an atrocious defender. Let's go to John Middlecoff, former NFL scout, my buddy, part of the Volume Sports podcasting. Media network, a cocktail, a sip before John joins us. Hey, Hoop fans, don't just watch all the NBA playoffs. Be part of it. Really, with FanDuel, an official partner of the NBA right now. All new customers get a risk-free first bet up to a thousand bucks. Risk-free first bet. Place any bet, NBA playoffs. If you don't win, you'll get up to a thousand bucks back in site credit. Seriously, FanDuel's safe, easy. You get your winning fast, tons of betting options. I'll take Giannis and the Bucks as the favorites heading into the playoffs. The Suns to come out of the West if CP3 can be effective. Keep your eye on Brooklyn if they get in, playing game if they get in to upset a couple of teams. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Use the promo code Colin. Place your risk-free first bet. Chance to take home a W on a basketball's biggest stage. Remember to use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. 
permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-717 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. All right, let's bring him on. My buddy John Middlecoff, former NFL scout, also host of 3 and Out and the Golo Golf Pod on the volume. Well, it wasn't the uh, outcome I guess most people were rooting for, but I thought it was fairly predictable. The longer he golfed, the tougher the weather, the more he struggled. He was limping the entire weekend. Uh, I, 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 I had Dustin Johnson, but I, I kind of felt like, you know, when when golfers age or they're injured, you get to the weekend. That, that's a lot of walking. It's a lot of shots. <laughs> I just I, when I watched it, I thought, yeah, this is this is sort of what this is sort of what we were going to get. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I. I didn't really know. I mean, a guy coming off. It's one thing that we've seen him play with the back fusion and the bad knee. It's another thing to have a, an ankle shattered, right? I mean, any other sport. Obviously, the main team sports, but tennis, you name it, it's career over. I mean, his his he's got a rod through his ankle. You know, he's just... The, the will and determination, and he mentioned this, I think, a couple days ago, that since he got out of the hospital bed, bed where he spent three months, Colin, three months in a hospital That's bed. That's insane. And think about a guy like that who's just an alpha hard charger, never takes a day off for probably 30 years in his life, whether it's working out, playing golf, active. He didn't take a day off from out of the hospital bed till this week of just training, whether it was – and so he's like some days were not as intense as others, but his his drive to compete – this guy has more money. Can you imagine how much money he has in the bank? Can you – I mean, what he's accomplished, his fame, what, what's he doing this for? Right? Is it maybe his kids? Maybe he wants to see his Sam and Charlie keep seeing him compete. But they got to see him a couple years ago win the Masters. Right? They, right. They just his daughter just inducted him to the Hall of Fame. I, I'm fat. I know you are too. The, the what drives humans like Tom, Tom's healthy. You know Tom Brady's not getting touched. It's, right. He's even said the game's never been easier. Tiger. I mean, well, what's he doing this for? I, it really. I mean, his, his his dad's gone. His kids saw him win. Like, is it just this is the way he's wired? He's just going to go down till he literally can't play anymore. I, I'm fascinated by Tiger. Think about Woods. this. So when I had my pulmonary embolism, uh, I had a, a a small blood clot, and it touches it touched the nerve, rubbed against the nerve, so it's painful as hell. So when they let me out of the hospital after I talked my way out of it after 30 hours, I faked it. Because you didn't want to stay there anymore, right? I mean, it was driving you nuts. I was in incredible pain. Okay, uh, that's 30 hours. How badly do you have to be hurt that Tiger Woods... A pro athlete was not allowed out of a hospital for three months. I had a blood clot in my lung and they let me out in 30 hours and I was fine, but I was sore. And I mean, sore like it hurt to walk for like four days after. And I was allowed out. Like, I don't, I don't think people understand. I, I know exactly where his car flipped on Palos Verdes. I've driven around that corner. It's treacherous. Yeah. But it's like, does everybody understand? Three months in a hospital is... um. 
COVID. If you went I mean, to the ICU, you were out in two weeks. Three months is just, I'll say this, is that um, I really like how the Masters crowds and people treat him now. You know, when Tiger first came, he was so dominant and so aggressive. I don't think a lot of older golf fans knew exactly how to handle him, right? He was fist pumping and swearing. I mean, he's so vulnerable now. Like, to me, he is so far and away the most popular golfer in America, right? Like, am I missing something? No, I mean, I, th- I think he's this second half comeback of him winning the Masters a couple of years ago and then him going through this. I, I mean, I think he's one of the most famous people in the history of American sports, right? I mean, Ruthian, Brady. I mean, he's on a short list, right? Of just, I mean, obviously he's internationally known, but the comeback, and there's an element in a day and age where there isn't any mystery, right? We know everything about everyone. Most people in his shoes would have documented everything. There would have been YouTubes about his comeback. Tiger is very, very old school. This, you know, he's, he's not like he's 60. I mean, he's 46 years old. No one knew what he was doing. And up until about 10 days ago, it's like, yeah, he might play the Masters. But most athletes, we would have known this three months ago because they would have been posted on social media, training. No one knows anything with this guy. And the other thing, a little like Brady, but probably even closer to the vest, nothing gets out with Tiger. The, he, the message, he can, I mean, Belichick's jealous. of that. Nothing comes out of that circle, right? right? And then it just flips, he's back. But I, I, the key word there is vulnerability. I think he's very relatable now. Yes. Because I think the one thing that any human can relate to is our parents and then our children. And at one point in our life, we're either one or the other. You're looking up to your parents or you have children. And his emotion when it came, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, started crying with his mom and his daughter inducted him. It's just Kobe, I think, became a lot like that in those last couple of years of his life. And he just became like, God, I, I like this guy. He just became very... You know, it's for an unrelatable human. It felt like he was had some relatability to him. Yeah, the um, I don't know what's next for him. I mean, this is probably it. I was going to say it's holding on for dear life. Yeah, and he's an old forty six. He's weathered, Colin. I mean, I mean, back fusion, torn ACL, life threatening car wreck, global travel, family drama. Like Brady gets tackled for a living. And is a significantly younger mid forty year old. Not even close. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but a golfer. Honestly, you know, you've met all these guys over the years. You know, when you meet an NBA player from the seventies or an NFL lineman from the, and you just watch them move, you're like, oh my god, how does this guy? You know, an Al Adels or a Mean Joe Green. You see some of these guys. I remember the first time I met Mean Joe Green and just his gait. You know, that's what Tiger feels like. He played in the NFL in the seventies when yeah. you're watching him move around. Yeah. So um, I want to go, because you're so connected to the Niners, to the Debo Samuel deal. I said this the other day, um, having been in the media for 25 years, one of the annoying things about the younger media, because I think most people work very hard and and I encourage and I root for them and I'm going to hire some of them. But there's this sort of just pay everybody, you know, pay Dak, pay Zeke. Well, now the Cowboys, you see what happens when you pay a running back two years early. The cow- The Cowboys are bailing water. Dak, he's a B, B-plus quarterback. You see what happens when you pay guys like that. Yeah. So the Debo Samuel is, oh, you got to pay him. And my takeaway is, A, his style will not age well, period. Secondly, Shanahan leans into that style. Third, Kittle is already sort of a weathered player. So yeah. do I want Kittle? 
and Debo to be my two highest paid offensive guys. And I said this, go look at the Rams' best players. They're always available. Jalen Ramsey, Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Bobby Wagner. Always available. Trent Williams been hurt. Garoppolo's been hurt. Debo's been hurt. Kittle's been hurt. I don't think it's a slam dunk. I, I don't I would struggle to pay Debo Samuel. Well, I think on the big picture there with the Rams and the Niners, philosophically they play a little differently, right? The Rams are more spread it out, throw it around. Kyle Shanahan, which is ironic because when you think young coaches in football, you think throw it around the yard, score a bunch of points, Lincoln Riley, Sean McVay. Kyle is much more like Jim Harbaugh. Wants to ugly the game and yep. have a war zone. Yep. And it separated the Niners, you know, their two playoff runs, two of the last three years, because they come in like a heavyweight fighter, Mike Tyson, and teams aren't ready for it. That's right. But they lose guys. It, when it's a little off, you lose these dev- Harbaugh, couple, you know, Navarro Bowman, Upati, uh, guys shattering ankles and legs. And yep. it's happened a little bit. Kyle Shanahan's running backs drop like flies. Yes. His, his dad's did too, because he will just hammer the run till the cows come home. <laughs> But I think what complicates Debo is the guys that got paid, if you're just sitting in Debo's shoes, you go, I just carried the franchise to the playoffs. And he's not totally wrong. That's right. We all witnessed it. You don't need to be, whether you're young or old, we watched it happen. But all the guys that got paid, Stefan Diggs has dominated for multiple franchises. Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams are going to be Hall of Famers on their resume. They've been doing it now for a half decade. Debo had a 10-game stretch. In 2020, Colin... Now, it was a weird year, COVID. They didn't have offseason. He play. He sh- showed up out of shape, too. Now, they like him. He's a good guy. But it's like, that's on his resume. So it's like, well, Debo, we love you. You're a team leader. You're a team captain. But, you know, I, I can't give you 70 guaranteed. Now, we, and he's offended when you offer him 50. But, like, based on your resume, you only have a one year of being a dominant player. And your best attribute, you're not catching 100 balls. You're running back. Basically, right? Yes. And what do we say with running backs? Can't Don't give him a him. second contract or a big contract. <laughs> but this guy, he's a you know, he's he, his personality. People love him. He's such a great player. You can't get rid of him. They're they're in a weird spot yeah. now. Is he going to hold out? Is he going to do what these players do now? The hold in, right? T.J. Watt did that last year, where you show up to be a good guy, but you don't. Because I, I, if I was Debo's agent, I wouldn't allow him to take another live rep for the Niners in practice or a game. Right. There's just too much. The contracts now are too big. Even if we sign a quote unquote team friendly deal, we got to sign the deal before we do it, which is a problem because the Niners are breaking in this new quarterback. They're just in a weird spot with this individual player who's a huge part of everything they do. You know, it is interesting on the Trey Lance front. Uh, I don't like his delivery. I like him. I like his athleticism. Uh, he, he he does have a power arm. It doesn't look good at all. Um I contend they would have moved off Garoppolo already if they absolutely knew he was the guy. So that that leads me to the obvious question. You're tied in here. They have reservations about Trey Lance, right? Yeah, I think these next two months, you know, when they're on the field. Now, granted, it's just shorts and T-shirts, but just his command of the offense, his running the offense. I mean, Kyle, again, for a younger guy, is really an old soul. (laughs) He's much more like his dad, like Bill, very old. He would easily play again with Jimmy Garoppolo if he doesn't think Trey's ready. But Trey's going to get the shot because Jimmy, even though he's technically still on the team, is injured, can't throw. It's all Trey. So this offseason, I would imagine Kyle's going to throw the kitchen sink at him, everything he learned last year, and just evaluate the two months of him running all the drills with all the reps and if he feels good going into the summer, now granted, you know, football, you're not in helmets and pads, the game's way different, but I do think he'll either he'll feel better or he'll have his reservations and then Jimmy might stay. Okay, so I'm going to throw something at you. 
I don't mean to make this very Bay Area centric, but it's interesting because the Lakers, this is their seventh losing season in nine years. There's no easy fix, unlike the NFL, where you can cut guys, move guys, trade guys. You can't in the NBA. So you get rid of Russell Westbrook, you got to inherit terrible contracts. I'll throw this at you. The Warriors are in a tough spot. Clay Thompson's not right and may never be. Jordan Poole is about to break out as a star, and they're not paying him anything. If the Lakers called the Warriors and said, we'll take Clay Thompson, you get you need size, you give us Clay Thompson, James Wiseman, and a draft pick, because you can't figure out Wiseman. You'll need size, you take Anthony Davis. Now they'd ask for Jordan Poole, they'd never get him. But I think they have to figure out what to do with Jordan Poole. And I think he's getting close to a 42-minute-a-night player. And Michael Thompson's dad in Los Angeles. So I'll throw it to you. You're the Warriors, GM. I'm the Lakers. We'll take Wiseman off your hands. He hasn't been healthy. You can't figure him out. We'll take Clay off your hands. You have to give us an, a first-round pick. And we'll give you Anthony Davis. Would you do it? Well, I think if this was the NFL, I th- you'd have serious meetings and talk about it. But in the NBA... Steph Curry wouldn't allow that to happen. Uh, and I think Clay showed signs of life. Though he had a 36-point game a couple a couple nights ago. Uh, I just don't think Steph, the comfortability with him and Draymond, that he still has a lot of juice. Like ultimately the Warriors, the front office, you know, it's not LeBron and clutch, but I, I think Steph, it's why Draymond is kind of untouchable. That's Steph's guy. Their history with Clay. Now, I also think this next couple weeks. Right? Do the Warriors make a run to the Western Conference Finals and Clay looks good? Then it's off the table. Right. Do they get bounced in the first round? Then things get a little weird because then you got Wiseman's in this Greg Oden situation. Draymond had a comment the other night. They're like, "What do you think the rotation will be with Jordan Poole in the playoffs? Him coming?" He's like, "No, he'll be on the court." <laughs> like Draymond sees it. Like this guy, will, all all of us will play clearly. Right? So it's you know the, these devastating playoff losses, and the Warriors have had a lot of great ones. But is this the year when they get bounced in the first round and now you get complicated? I don't think they want to mess with an Anthony Davis because Steve Kerr, he's just not into, you know, guys out of shape, not reliable. Like at the end of the day, Clay, whether he's uh, 80% of what he once was, who knows, maybe it's less than that. You know, you just go down with the ship with that guy where Anthony Davis is like, does he even care? I was, I was told this years ago that Jerry West was not a fan of Anthony Davis, so you know, they were kicking the tires when Jerry West was with the Clippers on a lot of guys. And, um, you know, Kawhi had an injury history and could be mysterious, a little enigmatic. Anthony Davis did. But I was told by somebody who I trust that West was never a fan of Anthony Davis because he thought Kawhi was tough, but he gets injured. He thought Anthony Davis gets injured, but he just didn't know how much he loved the game. And that's what you're seeing. So Rick Buecher said the other day, that at, when they when he came back out of shape off the bubble championship right there and then LeBron's like he's not the guy like this this isn't going to work he's like we're done winning championships here and I and I do think for Clay Thompson which is understandable right an ACL and Achilles in twelve months I mean his love of basketball is the last thing you could ever like he is going to give everything he Lives absolutely has loves it just a junkie if anything it's you know, and I, and I think they just feel that if if he can get back healthy, maybe next year they're even better. That you know, but Draymond's getting older, his style. Steph, you know, it's getting banged up. Just you know, it's hard. These guys have a lot of miles on those legs, right? Um, I want to go to the NFL draft because generally, 
uh, I'm pretty wonky on it. I love it. Um, it's a weak draft. It's it's a bunch of, um, you know, it feels like the first couple of rounds are a lot of second round, late first round players. Even the guys I like, you know, I, I think Aiden Hutchison is, uh, is going to be a really nice player. I don't think he's Chase Young. I don't think he's a Bosa. I don't think he's TJ Watt. Um, and here I was saying this to a friend the other day. A lot of bad teams and bad front offices have multiple first round picks. I know. So take me into the as a former NFL scout. So the Packers have two firsts at the end of the of the round, late firsts. They have no number one or number two receiver. Randall Cobb is probably a four. Um, Alan Lazard's a four. Amari Rogers, the slot kid from Clemson, is a fairly weak three. He was like yeah. a return guy last year. Metcalf solves a lot of issues. He, he's like Des Bryant. He scores a lot. You don't have to love his routes. He's a freak. There's no body like him. You know, he's a little like Javon Curse when he came in. It just there was nothing else like him on the market. Kind of like T.O. when he was young. It just that, doesn't look like any other receiver. That's right. <laughs> and D.K., uh, Minnesota Vikings weaknesses, their corners. I don't think it's a Bears strength or a Lions strength. So he could really eat up that conference more so perhaps than even the conference NFC West. Would you move picks to get DK Metcalf knowing you'd have to pay him a fortune in a year? Yeah, I mean, I I think the people I've talked about or talked to in the league, once those guys got, tra- once like Tyreek got traded and Devontae got traded, would you do the same thing for DK Metcalf? And the question is like the one thing with Devontae, right? elite character and elite production. Tyreek, you know, for the most part has been when he plays, like there is no question about his competitiveness. Yeah. He's been, I mean, they've been the best team in the league for basically four years running and he's been their second best player. So you just, you know, you've seen him at the biggest moments. I think there are question marks about DK. The diva, just once you pay him 20, it it was thought to be 20 million a month ago. Now, you know, that number probably even higher. He's got 29 touchdowns in three years. He's produced at a really high level. He's very Des Bryant. Jason Garrett told me this one. He he said, you don't have to love his temperament or the the fact that he doesn't run every route. He scores touchdowns and that's a lot, a lot. (laughs) And that's Metcalf. He gets to the end zone a lot. Yeah. Cause you just, his speed is elite. I, I just go back to John Schneider and isn't the point of being a GM, like ultimately the Russell divorce had to happen. Isn't the point of being a GM drafting guys in the second, third round and landing guys like DK and then keeping them in his prime? Like, wouldn't you just want to keep them until you figure out your quarterback situation? Right. But ultimately, whether Pete leaves in a year or whatever and you get it, like, oh, John's got a pretty good chance probably of getting another coach, you would say. Uh, and he knows him really well. If he's willing to get off of him, wouldn't that be a pretty big red flag? Because for the most part, Seattle always extended their core suite players. Now, yep. they. They broke up with them pretty poorly, as we've seen. Bobby Wagner, Sherman, ends weird, but they always got second contracts, and DK's earned it, right? Now, you know, Drew Locke, if you want to give him a chance to succeed, why? Oh, the other thing with John Schneider is he's always been adamant, and I agree with him, is they never have 32 players on their draft board that are worthy of a first-round pick. That's why historically, when they were good, they always traded out of the first round, because yeah. it's like, well, I'm drafting 27th, but I'm going to take a guy that I don't view as a first-rounder, then I pay first-round money. So he always traded back, and or for players. Now, it didn't always work out, but I understood the logic. Right. So part of trading Russell this year, which made sense for him probably, is I get a sweet high pick. So even if I do trade back a couple spots to acquire another second, I'm still picking at 14 or 18, or I want to stay at whatever they're at, 9, right, or 10. Right. So he's to me, he's got a lot of wiggle room to really improve his team and still, quote-unquote, be competitive. Now, I don't think Drew Locke's any good, but do they end up with Baker Mayfield? 
you know, which kind of feels like that's the only place that Baker's going to end up. And then, you know, Baker's just solid. They have some talent around him. You know, maybe they could be somewhat competitive, right? Yeah. The, um, I still, you know, it, it's, I said this the other day that the California economy is sort of separated even from New York and Texas. Now, it's been the fifth biggest economy in the world, you know, for a long time, but they had a $75 billion surplus during the pandemic because of, Netflix, Zoom, those were all California companies. Have you noticed how few stars, marquee players now, New York and Boston have combined? About seven and two are hockey players. And California now, we did a list the other day. Uh, we stopped at 20 and didn't count Clayton Kershaw because we we combined fame and production. He was like, in the OBG class where he's obviously famous. He's past his prime. What do you make of the way the Rams are operating? I mean, Jesus, I heard they're in on Honey Badger on the internet this weekend. What do you make? I I, I said this the other day, like in every industry, doesn't matter if it's podcasting or real estate, politics, landscaping, football, 5% of the people dominate. Yeah. The Rams literally have more stars on their roster than the entire Boston market, including the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins, the Red Sox. Uh, similarly, in New York, if you take, you know, KD and Kyrie out, maybe Aaron Judge. I mean, Jacob deGrom, there's not much there. Is it the convergence of entertainment and sports which is driving this? Is it Stan Kroenke's wealth uh, or is it just? Um, guys want to come out and live in L.A. I, I think it's a combination of definitely the location, but they are choosing to do this, the football operation, right? Stan is not, to me, mandating they sign Bobby Wagner. <clears throat> They've had a philosophy, which most teams are the opposite of, right? The Packers, the Patriots, even the Niners, a little more prudent, a little more just take our time. Draft. Well, they got really aggressive, and then it worked. Well, once you do something, it starts working, right? You, you, I'm sure you were doing analogies in your takes 25 years ago, and it starts resonating like this is, I got to keep doing this. Right. Where most teams hesitate to do that, so they never dive into the deep end of the pool. Or they do it, like the, the Seattle's done it, but they've been burned, right? The Niners did it with D Ford a couple of years and got burned. So once you get burned, you're like, I don't want to go. Everything works for the Rams. I, I mean, every... You know, every dice they roll on the craps table is rolling their number. Dante so why Fowler, wouldn't you keep doing it? Dante Fowler worked. We thought he was I thought a bust. The, I, I thought the Von Miller trade was insane. A second and a third round pick. And I get they ate all the money, so they paid him like a hundred grand. But I thought he was washed. Then he basically had a sack week eighteen in every playoff game, and he looked awesome. And then he parlayed that into fifty million dollars. I mean, it's just so they're thinking they just they can do no wrong, and eventually it's going to burn them. It's just human. It's just sports. But right now, I don't blame them at all. I, I'd keep doubling down on this philosophy because it's one hundred percent working. And they're let's face it, their coach is elite. They have they have a quarterback, and as long as Aaron Donald's playing at like a B plus level, how are they going to not be good on defense? And same with, with having Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I, I think it's also become a bit of a rehab center that you come in with a little bit of a bad rep, Dante Fowler, OBJ, or you're washed, Von Miller. The culture, they don't ask you to do a ton. They don't, they don't ask OBJ or Von Miller, come in, make specific plays, big plays late in key moments. And those guys, as you know, Kobe Bryant scored 60 his last game. 
What Vaughn Miller can't do is give you 59 snaps, but he can give you 15 in the fourth quarter. Well, I think the two best coaches in the league, we'll say the last decade, right? Andy and Belichick. If you went to play for the Patriots, you're just, you're like, it's going to suck. It's going to be really hard, but I'm going to win a title. And then once the, the Chiefs, and he, he did it when he was with the Eagles too. Like you, you go to Andy, he's much more inviting. It's not as angry, but it's, you knew you could win too. So you would go to one of those two places to like rehab your career and it would work and you would win. The Patriots was more difficult just because you had to deal with Bill every day. Andy's just easier to deal with. Well, now Sean McVay is much more of the Andy descent, right? Of just nice guy, easy to deal with as long as you, again, you got to be a pro and handle your business, but you're going to win. And then the location, you're going to be in Los Angeles. And then you're seeing all these guys parlay this into big money. It becomes a no-brainer. And they want you. That's part of it. The Rams are wanting all these players. Like, the Packers don't want Bobby Wagner, right? You know what I mean? But a lot of teams don't because it's. I've been in these meetings. It's easy to just hesitate on stuff. Like, let's just, you know, slow play it, relax. Because for the most part, historically, in the NFL, that is the right philosophy. Right. It is. John Middlecoff, three and out, the volume. Great seeing you, buddy. You're crushing. We love you. And we'll talk soon. See you, buddy. All right. The Volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. 
Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.